This podcast is brought to you by Most Valuable Podcasts, saving your day from boredom with the best podcasting entertainment. What's up, what's up? Real MVPs, Ricky Whitmer here, along with fellow man-child, Johnny Carlock. I like how for this one I went, Johnny Carlock. Johnny. Johnny Carlock. Well, don't, I'm not French, don't no, do that. No, you're not. You're, you did, though, no, you haven't done the 23 and me. No, my you sister said, did. Your sister did, you're thinking about it. I'm thinking about it, yeah. Okay. That's one where I've seen like all over YouTube and all over the podcasts I listen to. Yeah. Um, they're sponsoring a lot of podcasts. By the way, 23andMe, if you want to sponsor MVP, we're open. We're open, we're open for business. We'll, ta- um, we'll both take it. Then. So like that's one thing that I've thought about it. I'm like, hey, If they sponsor I? us, we're both doing it. Well, yeah, duh. But I mean, should I? And then it's like. Fucking do it. But it's cheap again. And then I'm like, maybe the thing that I, and this is just Christmas season talk that's coming my way. Mm-hmm. The thing that the podcasters that I listen to say is like, oh, it's a great Christmas gift. I don't know about you, but if someone got me a 23andMe for Christmas, I wouldn't be excited. I'd be like, what the fuck are you doing? (laughs) Like, I would not be excited to get a 23andMe kit for Christmas. Maybe I would because. Depends on who's getting it for me. If it's somebody that I didn't expect a gift, like a good gift in general, Mm -hmm. then okay. But if it's like one of my A-listers, because let's be honest, we all got A-list gift givers where it's like, all right, I'm expecting the primetime gift from this person because they go to the tens. Not even to the nines, to the tens. Now I'm more excited because I told you before the podcast, my Mm -hmm. sister took it. So I know what I am, but apparently what they, like, like I know. I cheated. I know what nationality. So I got what, the cheat sheet. What she's, <laughs> basically, I got the cheat sheet. So what she told me the is, what their thing is, and it's kind of interesting, from mm-hmm. sibling to sibling, you can be different percentiles yeah. of your nationality. Not sponsored, by the way. Just yeah, no, I just want to throw yeah. this out there since we're talking about <laughs> uh-huh. it right now. Um, you can be different percentages than your sibling. Mm-hmm. So I'm curious now. What percentages you are? Yeah, of all my all the nationalities we are. See, I, I So I'd be more excited than you are now to get it. I don't know if my psyche, because forever it's been, I'm Polish, I'm German, I'm Swedish. 50, 25, oh, no. 25. I don't know if I'm ready for that to be shaken. It was a little bit sh- shocking for me, because mm-hmm. guess what I found out I wasn't? Uh, Swedish. Scottish. Oh, I told okay. you I was Swedish. I don't remember things that are said. Thanks. Thanks. Like, I see how it's it is. Like Dave I told makes, you like five minutes ago. Dave makes the joke of like, Ricky's not actively listening. He's just nodding. We said that on wait, Friday, actually. waiting for you Ricky to Ricky is planning talk. his next, conver- his next Part sentence. Part of it is planning what I have to say. There's not a lot of gears up here. <laughs> wow, um, that's not good. No, it's not at all. <laughs> it's not good. Um, that's not a good sign. It's like the... Uh, <laughs> The joke that I made um, the other day where it was like with the there's a comedian that's like how men's minds work. It's mm-hmm. like we've got this box and we're dealing with this box. Well, most people might have computers. My my guys are going through. All right. Here's the filing cabinet. All right. We're still looking. Ricky's we're got that old looking. library index. Yeah. That old. Library. <laughs> you pull that thing you're looking through a little card to go my, find it somewhere else. My mind's getting excited for floppy disks. Discs next week. That's the We're new innovation. We're getting floppy disk. Holy shit! And then they're gonna break like that. But welcome to the Rick and Johnny podcast. This is where we talk about everything under the two nerdy suns: Marvel, DC, Star Wars, Disney movies, entertainment, anything that you can think about. We touch it here: movies, comic books. We touch it all for the Rick and Johnny podcast. Today, though, we're doing something completely different, Johnny. This is on a whim. You and I had three topics lined up. 
ready to go. We're going to talk about Ant-Man. We were going to talk about Batman. We were going to talk about Marvel. It was a pretty typical Rick and Johnny show. But then you and I started talking about something and riffing on it. And I was like, screw it. Let's do that. This could be a fun conversation for the podcast. I'm going to get into exactly what that is in one hot second. Before that, got to go through the housekeeping for you. Number one, got to give a thank you to Soapy Muffin, our newest patron on Patreon, as well as thank you to all of our patrons on patreon.com backslash most valuable podcast. If you want to help support the channel, even at a dollar and get yourself an audio podcast each and every month. Make sure to hit that link down below in the description. You can also support us by getting an MVP t-shirt. It's kind of like my Stone Cold t-shirt. It is black and has a white MVP logo on it, and you can help support the I channel the by getting that. the graphic fell off my shirt. Yeah, the graphic is no longer on your gray shirt, but the pocket is still there. The pocket's always there. You got that nice little pocket, mm-hmm. but... You can go get yourself a t-shirt either down below in the description or at mostvaluablepodcasts.com. You can get MVP each and every day. And then last but not least, make sure to go on to Apple Podcasts and iTunes. Yes, I see you put something in the pocket. <laughs> go on to Apple Podcasts. Go to iTunes. Make sure to rate and review the Rick and Johnny podcast. It would really help us out. And I'm going to check like I do on all the podcasts. Um, I think the Rick and Johnny podcast is still zero. I don't believe we have a review yet. So you could be, I see the comments all the time. People are like, first, you be the first review that we get. And yes, we do not have a single review yet. Just put first for, in some amount of stars. Yeah, hopefully five. Hopefully five. I hope we're worth I the prefer, five stars. I prefer five, but please, I mean, it's your choice. Please rate and review the podcast. At least just like really review and put first. Mm-hmm. Come on, you can be the first one I'm, to put I, first. I'm happy with most of our ratings, though, because we're about uh, between like a four to a five. Uh, most of our podcasts that are rated are about 4.5. Oh, cool. So, I mean, we're, we're doing good for ourselves, I yeah. believe. Oh, you put Rick in I your pocket. put Rick in the pocket, okay. yeah. So, you got little Rick. You got to keep the fingers out, though, so that's they can it, see that. I did. Well, yeah. it kind of slipped in. Yeah, you just got to I'm actually going to take it out. It's a, little out. Uncom- it's a little weird. But, Johnny, what we are going to do today is, like I said, something completely different. And it kind of reminds me of the Rocky and Bullwinkle, the... And here's something you'll really like. Like, that's what I'm hoping for. I'm hoping for something <laughs> that the fans really like. And this is going to be kind of a more, I want to say, laid back Rick and Johnny podcast. Because mm-hmm. it's not like we're not hitting the news. In it's not point. news oriented at all. So what we were doing was we had a show lined up. We had our topics lined up. And, and then we started shooting the shit on we something started else. shooting the shit on. I have mentioned it before on a podcast. So oh, you did. I am. Yes, I did. It was not um, ours. Yes, it was ours. Was ours? Yes, it was. It was like a few weeks ago. I mentioned it at the end of one of our other segments. I don't think you. Oh, not in, in depth of anything. You just said you wanted to write. Yes. One. Yes. I didn't go super in depth, but I have mentioned this idea, this yeah. brainchild before, and this brainchild, just to give you some brief history, started about. Three years ago, two or three years ago, something yeah. like that. I think two three. or three years ago, and it officially started in 2012, where the character was created. But the graphic novel portion didn't start for about two or three years ago. And Mark and I were originally going to do; it. we were going to write a graphic novel, um, and it kind of hit the wayside with everything with MVP. And then I'll be completely honest, Mark, what he did, go check it out. He put out. Um, his newest song, listening to that, him and his wife make that song, 
it kind of triggered something in my head mm-hmm. of like you want to get back into that. Go for it. Like yeah. go for this. Like MVP is everything that I love and I basically put my heart and soul into it because I love doing this for you guys and I love doing it with my friends each and every day. But there's like there's this one thing where this is something extra that it's like man, I'd really like to do that one day. And I just saw that and I'm like, "You know what? Do it." So, I've always been I'm not the writer type. Like, I don't know. The biggest thing that's my problem is where to start. Mm-hmm. Like, how do you start? And after seeing Into the Spider-Verse, who you can also check out our review as well that's on the YouTube page and podcast services around the world, we got back from Into the Spider-Verse on Friday. And I've had ideas in my head. I've been circling them around. And I was like, screw it. I'm just going to put pen to paper, but really fingers to keyboard, keyboard, clickety-clacking around. Um, And I started my outline. So just to catch them up to speed, because you and I, we did some major riffing before the podcast, and we were kind of off to the races. So the general premises of this, or the premises of of this, (laughs) is that, so we've got a hero. I don't know his alias right now. I will figure that out later. Mm-hmm. But his hero name is The Crusader. And just a little bit about him, just kind of bullet points, is he's a guy, he's a high school or a university, so college freshman, goes to class, has friends during the day, lives a double life as this um, hero, this kind of vigilante you could see him as. Because he doesn't have any superpowers. He's just a normal guy. His superhero outfit is basically just like, I don't want to say cheap armor, but like at first it's just stuff that you would make in shop class. Kind of like your cosplay stuff, I would say, would be a nice analogy to it. Yeah. He's not. Oh, you mean like the actual armor I made this past year by accident? Where it's not like (laughs) he's not the engineering student that's like welding everything. Shop class. I don't even know what his major is yet. That's how like brief and bare bones it is right now but so that's basically his armor is just like basically just armor put together and then he's got his main um weapon is kind of like a bow staff like donatello or robin mm-hmm. would have um and then he's got like kind of a mask that goes over his face and then a cloak that goes up much like robin so yeah. robin with armor basically um, very like cheaply made armor that's not like something he could actually have. maybe make in shop class or even like um, in his garage or something. Yeah, like you can honestly um, the Mark almost think, almost thinking of like motocross armor. Mm-hmm. Is that something that you're going to going off of? Kind of or like paintball armor. Yes, I would say that conceptually it's like it's plate plate. It's like separate plates that just kind of like it maybe like on like body. one big like chest piece up to the ribs and maybe yes. like separated a little bit down here so for mobility. Yes. It's like the plates that layer on top of each yeah. other. It's so not like, like anything Everything like too here is going to be one piece mm-hmm. or maybe like two so it like creased down the middle. audio listeners Johnny's talking about his chest. Chest, chest yeah. Chest chestal area. Chestal. <laughs> but just to kind of the other bare bones he's a guy that wants to help he, like his needs are he wants to live up to his grandfather's image because it's important to him. He wants to help people um, that are in need just like his grandfather did. What's opposing him? His self-doubts. 
it, what would his grandfather think? Is he doing the right thing? Could he have done this differently? He's just in his own head the entire time. Did he do the right thing? Could he have done this different? What if I would have done this? What would the outcome have been? That's the main thing getting in his way. What is he afraid of? Failing, because that's he doesn't want to fail. He wants to be successful in helping others. And then his day-to-day, like I said, he's a university college kid, um, has friends, but that's kind of hard to do when you're living a dual life. And that's kind of the bare bones. At first, I will say, I started off with the main arch enemy was going to be his love interest mm-hmm. without them knowing. But that has kind changed straight now. from that, yeah. That has changed now to now his sister will be the main arch enemy, but she's not going to be introduced right away into it. She's going to be kind of how I have it is in his origin story. She'll be sent off to, I don't want to say boarding school. I think we were talking about like exchange a program. So he's going to be, she's going to yeah, be two years younger. Study abroad. So while he's a freshman, she's going to be a junior mm-hmm. in, high school. in high Just school. In high school. Yeah. High school. Cause, Cause you said early he's yeah. university. So, so she's a junior in high school. She's going to be sent away to, like, a two-year study abroad program. Yes. I know, like, you might say some of those don't exist. Screw it. In my reality, they exist. Yeah, exactly. Um, But that's basically where I'm at of, like, I know she's going to do that. And me and you were kind of talking a little bit about what might happen, like, to her and how her, like, going off into her origin story of how she becomes the arch enemy. Yeah. Well, I'm going to throw out there, too, mm-hmm. just so they have a reference. Yeah. Originally, you had the idea when it was still the girlfriend. Yes. The character was called the Silver Siren. Yes. And that was because love interest, Siren, they kind of match up. Sort of a Greek mythology-ish thing. Exactly. But by... as now I told you, I kind of have strayed away from that. Yes. Where I believe when her alter ego gets developed, she will call herself Valkyrie. Not the Valkyrie. Just, just Valkyrie. Valkyrie. Just Valkyrie. Like, I feel like everything else is going to be the same. Like, she'll have the dual blade. She'll have the silver suit mm-hmm. um, of color. I mean, I guess I could put other colors into it now. I would put, like, a multi-color um, scheme. At least two color scheme. Yeah, because, I mean, it's not, like, because at first silver it was, like, red, the maybe. silver siren, she was going to be silver. But now, because she's Valkyrie, I could really play with some colors now. Yeah, maybe, like, a three-point mm-hmm. color palette with silver, red, Yes. Something else, yes. Because the Crusader was what color? What color? Red and black. Red and black. So you maybe he go... was black armor with red trim around the edge, and the yeah, cross some... that he had in the middle was red. Yeah. So maybe like a kind of counterpoint and go like mm-hmm. silver and blue mm-hmm. or something like that. I don't know. Well, I mean, silver and blue would work. Yeah, I'm just saying to counterpoint his. That's actually interesting because um, the whole thing that I have with her and yeah. what the Silver Siren was. Was that so? While she's studying abroad, you had mentioned an idea that is great. I'm gonna let you go into the exact of that. But the oh, premise, you talk about my panel by panel yes, thing I gave you earlier. Yes. Okay, but the we're what we were kind of and we're catching up to where we were to get you guys into the conversation. So we're not just going off and you guys being like, "Whoa, what's what going the hell on are here? you talking about?" But my idea that I had for her mm-hmm. is that. How she would get hers would be powers, yeah, but not like some white powers, kind of like. So she would find these weapons originally when it was the silver siren. She found them in like she found them in the thrift store, yeah, Yeah. pawn shop, and it would be basically these weapons were she couldn't explain it, 
mm-hmm. but they were calling to her. And yeah. Like she was drawn to them in some reason, some way. And you find out through like reading the comic that what was calling to her was the siren. The siren song was kind of like bonding with her, mm-hmm. drawing her to it. And now that she actually has them in her possession, that spirit that has um, possessed the weapons is now possessing her. Where you've kind of, uh, yes and no, but you've kind of hit the nail on the head where then she would kind of have a venom situation in her head. Where yeah. It's not a spirit that would come out. It's, but she in, would it's have in her an, head. She would have an extra voice in her head that at first she wouldn't know where it comes from. I'm still thinking of that, but you had a great idea of why How the she pawn f- shop is not the best idea for Valkyrie. So since you brought up the study abroad mm-hmm. thing, I'm like, well, you bring up it's Valkyrie. Yes. Why not make it like Norway, mm-hmm. Sweden, or even Finland? And the thing I should probably study say abroad. is the reason why I've chose Valkyrie mm-hmm. is because yeah, don't to add that the part. duality between the brother and sister, because Crusader and Valkyrie are brother and sister, is... Crusader will not kill, just will not. Like, it's not even in his moral compass. Yeah. Whereas the sister is going to be on the other side of basically this, more black and white, where you're in the wrong, I am choosing, he dies. Judge, jury, and executioner. Basically, kind of like a punisher. Kind of like a punisher situation. Punisher, daredevil. This is a dynamic. This is a bad guy. This is what he did. I think he deserves to die and cut that. Yeah. That's why the Valkyrie name I thought fit because very loosely, they, because I was researching about the Valkyrie. And it said that they were the ones that kind of chose mm-hmm. who got like who just who got slain and who got who killed. comes who comes to uh, Valhalla Valhalla to like what warriors come to Valhalla mm-hmm. and if you don't get picked up by them well you just go to hell then yeah where she's got that kind of decision is there a squirrel out there yeah he looks yeah. like he's gonna jump at the window he's That's going why. to jump at the window <laughs> like if you hear a bang the squirrel <laughs> jumped at the window well you guys have been warned now it's so. happened during a podcast I believe it he's just like rearing up so, so Ben ears back to the <laughs> Quick story, quick aside with that. Yeah. The reason why that's funny and for our YouTube listeners yeah. watching you is because that's actually happened with Dave and I. Where oh, you told me. Jumped at the window. Dave jumped. And I, without phasing, I'm like, yeah, squirrel jumped at the window, Dave. Come on, let's keep going. Uh, but that's kind of why I chose Valkyrie. Yeah. Because she's going to have that same kind of thought in her head of like, she, the people that she goes after, she has a reason for them to be dead, mm-hmm. and she will be the one to make that decision and carry out that action. Yeah. Um. So uh, back to um. Mm-hmm. We, so you want me to start going Go with what, what, my play by play on? Now we, that she's now that they know why she's the Valkyrie. Yes. Well. So we uh we were you before the mm-hmm. show we were kind of um bouncing it back and forth and mm-hmm. basically i was giving you a panel by panel yes so she's studying abroad and what are most teenagers going to want to do they're going to want to explore mm-hmm. so she's going out into the landscape mm-hmm. of kind of like going for a hike yeah exactly okay and it's evening she's like sneaking off campus because like mm-hmm. I'm tired of being on campus type thing or wherever she has to be um Wherever she's supposed the to stay, dormitory, the or dormitory, whatever. or even if it's like an exchange, it's like a, a family, a family house, family. a sponsor family, she's like supposed to stay in. Mm-hmm. While she goes out into the the wilderness, mm-hmm. goes exploring, and we uh, we were discussing like the even the terrain down to the terrain of like it's somewhat woodsy, but also mm-hmm. like mountainous. 
in the area, and she's stumbling. It's kind of dusk, almost evening. She comes upon these group of people. Mm-hmm. Was one of the concepts we had, mm-hmm. and it's like a hu- big group of people. One guy standing sort of on top of a rock in the middle, mm-hmm. and the few guys standing around. Those are his next guys down. Do you want to explain that part? You can go ahead. So you, this was your part. Yes. Um, the top guy's name is. Odin. Like code names. Code names, yeah. He calls himself Odin because he's the mm-hmm. grandmaster, the leader. Yeah. The guy's, his second hands are Tyr, Tyr, I always forget how to pronounce it, mm-hmm. Loki and Thor. And it's T-Y-R. Mm-hmm. I'd never, I forgot how they actually, are you looking that up? Well, I only got the, the reason why um, I even thought of that was because of God of War. Okay. Like he's in God of War. Yeah. And like. With that, I heard that, and I was like, huh. I thought, like, I've always, with the, the Norse mythology, because I'm not like you. Yeah. I'm not immersed into it. Um, I always knew Loki to yeah. be Thor's brother. Yeah. Because of Marvel. Technically, always half-brother. Yeah. You know, in Marvel and in Norse mythology. Mm-hmm. But, like... Step-brother? Something like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, but, like, Tyr or Tyre or whatever you want to, however it's pronounced... He's in God of War. I'm like, huh, that's kind of interesting. Yeah, um, he has another brother. They just he's in the comics for Marvel. Yes, but they never mention him really in the MCU. No, not that I can remember. Probably an extra character that they just didn't want to. They didn't want to deal with because it's whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like, eh. but and the whole thing added with that complications. Is, I don't know if you mentioned this is where she finds him just kind of stuck in the snow or stuck in whatever ground it is. That was a different like concept we were going mm-hmm. off of. So the one So how would you say she finds them? Like what are the exact if we're gonna, the if blades we're, are in? If we're going to go with mm-hmm. what those got people were doing because mm-hmm. this is what I was brainstorming while you were talking actually. What if like she's there, she's exploring and she sees this group, they're like almost like an occult style group and they're having like a ceremony, kind of like walking dead style where they sneak up on the cannibals. Yes. Where they're like kind of overlooking the cannibals while they're like at their cookout and it's like what are they doing and where they eventually find out oh they're cooking people and eating people yeah. kind of like that my thought though was like remember the scene and I, this may mm-hmm. you guys may not remember when Negan has them all like kind of semi-circled yes when he's about to the amount of people there okay is the, the amount of people I'm thinking so there's if, quite a few people quite a few people okay. that's the like group size I'm thinking mm-hmm. And that's like they're all sitting around. You got the three, mm-hmm. uh, four in the middle, Odin on top of the rock. And what's stuck in that rock is the two blades. And they're about mm-hmm. to have a ceremony where they have, they like pull someone in. Either kind of sort of the stone ass. Sort of yeah. Who is, who is worthy enough? Well, I don't even know if it's worthy. Uh-huh. Maybe they're like um, praising this these daggers and they're trying to find someone to embody. I'm going to change it. Yeah. I'm going to throw something out there. Not in stone. Just laying there, like, on a stone tablet. Oh, that works, too. And the reason why I say that is, so, here's what I'm going to throw out. And mm-hmm. you guys, also, I didn't mention this earlier. If you guys think of, like, like if you guys have ideas of what we're throwing out, good, bad, I want to know. Yeah, we do. Um, and also, I want to know if there's something you think of, because this is all just me. Also, the reason why I wanted to do this kind of selfish is kind of brainstorm a little bit. And throw a lot of people into this um, because my own head, I always second guess of like, oh, was it? you'll notice the Crusader is a lot like myself, mm-hmm. uh, which usually Well, I mean, that's a good way to do characters sometimes. Exactly. But put maybe, a little of yourself in them. Maybe this. They're on a stone, like flat surface, kind of like a table. Yeah. But it's like a stone rock. Well, here's... And what they're looking to find out is so 
the leaders of this group, there's four of them. Yeah. There's Odin at the top. There's the two commanders of Thor and uh, Tyr, Tyre, however you want to say it. And then there's the enforcer, the brute. Loki. Valkyrie. Oh, Valkyrie. Like, there's this kind of, there's this person that embodies the Valkyrie where they are the, because it's brutal, like, choosing who, they're the, they're basically the one where Odin says, go kill them. And then the Valkyrie is the person that goes and gets the job done. Mm -hmm. The mercenary, not the mercenary, just the, uh, who do I want to compare it to? Um, It's kind of like X-Men First Class, where um, Kevin Bacon's character Azazel, and he goes, choo, choo, and he kills the guy. Yeah. That's the situation that Valkyrie See, is, where if Odin wants someone dead, she's going to get her hands dirty and be the one to do it. What it could be is that person is dead. Something happened where she is no longer, and they now have to figure out, all right, who from the greater population of our organization, who is the weapons going to choose? Here. And because you've got to bind with the spirit of the Valkyrie that possesses these weapons. See, here's the thought I had. Um, so they're, they're like the the occult. I was almost giving it like an occult vibe, mm-hmm. and they're praising those things. So the, like the reason okay. I had the reason I was saying stuck in there, but you can actually have them like on there yeah. if you really want to, is because the the blades kind of have to choose you as well. Exactly. So like they, and that's what I was kind of going. Here's what for I was going too. for though. It's like. They maybe even drag people against their will to see to see and like if they touch it if it doesn't agree with them basically like suck the life out of it type dealio uh huh and um I like that yeah so that's why like Odin can't touch it not even Odin mm. can touch them yeah that's what I was trying to go with that's why I had them kind of stuck in there I like that but I I probably I'm gonna mend our two together okay probably, because. I like the idea of the occult thing of because they're bad people. Yeah. Um, I mean, not all cultists are bad people, but, it, but this group is. Yes. This, this <laughs> one want, is. I just want to state that no, so no, I don't no. like. This one is like because th- there's a they reason. Don't, they don't care if yes. someone dies from like. Yes. Okay. They but, just want to find somebody that yeah. can be bound with these weapons. Um, and maybe... Maybe it's the fact of they know this. They're not in the stone. They're on the table. Yeah. But it's much of you like, like, hey, we are bringing people up to see who binds with these weapons. Um, And what I'm thinking, here's what I'm thinking in my head. Mm -hmm. And this could be kind of the first part of it is like they put the weapons in the person's hands kind of like what you see, what, what you were saying, where it's like one panel is like the hair standing up and you just see that color blue. Like, I'm thinking, like, a bright, icy blue. Yeah. Is, like, just going up through the vein of the arm, and you see it go up through into, like, by the eyes. And it's going to be one of two ways. The first one that doesn't at all, you just see, like, it fights, it fights. You see the panel where it's, like, it's going up to the eye, and then all of a sudden it's just, like, either, I don't want to say the head explodes, um, but kind of like a, uh, and they have like a seizure and then a heart attack. What if kill them? What if it's almost like since you're going Norse mythology, mm-hmm. you're going Valkyrie. What if since you said icy blue, mm-hmm. what if it like reaches the eyes and just like almost like frostbite freeze over and just like if they're dead, if they're dead, yeah, yes. just like their hands look like that mm-hmm. and just and then they're like stone of ice. Yeah, basically. Because the thing I was thinking for the sister, yeah. 
however she gets to getting the blades. I can. I was going to get to that next, actually. All right. Before you get to yeah, that, I was going to let you finish I'm yours. Gonna, I'm going to Quentin Tarantino it. I'm going to tell you how it ends, and then you tell me how we get there. Okay. When she gets the weapon, hair stand up, vein going up, it gets to the eyes, and her out of fear closes her eyes, and it's just a panel of her with her eyes closed, and then she opens them, and her irises are icy blue. Meaning, like, it's connected. Yeah. She's a perfect match. Yeah. So, the oh, real way I did too, actually. <laughs> so, um, how I was going to say, because she's like watching mm-hmm. all this happen. Yeah. That's why I like when like, you say a cliff or well, like, she's a, like, I would say like, like a little hill or something. Why is like the brush and everything yeah. behind it? So, and it's just kind of tropey. It's tropey ish. Is she behind the leaders or behind the crowd? Like, I she think can't she, tell who's leading the meeting? She can sort of see, like, there's people okay. in the middle, and then she can see the group. Okay. She's, like, in the, like... So she's a little bit elevated. Maybe a little bit elevated, okay. or even far... I would say almost far enough back... So that she can see. She can see okay. all this happening, because, like, there's fire and stuff like that, mm-hmm. like, just yeah. some, like, torches, what, blah, blah, blah. Okay. And it's a little bit tropey, but, like, she's watching this whole thing happen, and she... How do I... How do I put this? Um... She's watching the whole thing happen, like, and that would kind of go into why she, like, closed her eyes out of fear, because she watched the person die. die. And then, like, she's leaning a little bit too far, because you're getting too intrigued. Yeah. And snap twig, or, like, leans too far and, like, hit, like, rustles into the bush that's mm-hmm. there, or whatever. Something makes some sound. Yeah. Odin just tells his, tells his raven Without even looking, just boom. Tells his ravens. What if the ravens are like go? Like not I don't almost like say ninjas, but like like foot soldiers. Yeah, that's what they basically okay. would be. Like it's a the sort of the swift. And elite. they've got like kind of like what I would think is I'm gonna go Game of Thrones ish here. Like a raven. They've got like a pen. raven pendant. Like yeah, sewn, uh, either sewn on or clipped. You can be a wolf. Uh, oh, here's one. You can be a wolf or a raven. And that just separates, like, what type of foot soldier you yeah, are. Yeah, wolves are more like the brute force yeah. fighting, and the ravens are, like, in- intel and, and quick and More stealth. roguish. Yeah. So, they like, he sends them. Yeah. And obviously, you're going to have, like, a little chase scene that's mm-hmm. going to be, like, a few panels long. They capture her, drag her back. He's like, have her grab him. She can't. It's like. It's Basically, like, like yeah. a, your punishment is. Either you're either you're a match and it's good for us, or your punishment is you die. Yeah, it's like you either. It's like at first he's like think, like you can make him mull over like. God, I kind of like that. We're gonna have. Well, she's seen the she's oh. seen the whole thing happen, so she's gonna die. It's either, like she's gonna die either way. She's gonna die, and then he like comes to it. Let's have her touch. Let's have her grab him. Yeah. So they like force her to grab them, and that's when it goes into your scene. No, I really. And then she touches them. They have them in the hands. The whole panel, same same panel as the first one. Mm-hmm. You see the hairs stand up. You see the icy vein come up. It goes to the eye. And then she closes them out of fear because she doesn't know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And then she opens them, and there's that icy blue. And that's how the blue that you mentioned from the— it Goes into the suit. Goes into the suit. Because, yeah. like, her— because I've always imagined the spirit, because originally when it was Silver Siren, yeah. I thought it was going to be kind of like a, oh, kind of like a spirit just goes around the arm mm-hmm. and goes up that way into the mind. And I would actually but have it now go it into makes the veins. Sense because now it's in the vein. It's, it's in the in bloodstream. It's, it's taking over. It's a part of you. Yeah, You're not exactly. getting rid of me, basically. No. Um, 
No, I really like that. Now, the thing with this, mm-hmm. and this is just my idea, I want to know what you think about this. The way I have it planned right now, the reason why I wanted to make them a little bit different is, first off, the brother-sister thing. Yeah. The age gap of what it is, part of it was me and my sister are kind of like that. And the Crusader's kind of like a an extension of me. And I have a younger sister. So there is that part of it. Oh, she'll be younger. Because I've never had a reference of... An older sibling. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not like Dave. I'm not like you. Yeah. Well, your sister's older, right? Older than me, yeah. Yeah. So I've never had that reference of an older sister or an older sibling. I've always been the oldest. So that's where that came from. But also, I wanted it to be the arch enemy is not going to be introduced in the original origin story. No. Where this gives me a chance of I introduce the sister. This is so you know, hey, he has a sister. Send her away so that I could tell the Crusader's origin story. And then after I have him set up with everything he wants to do, because that's the next thing I want to go into and yeah. kind of pick your brain about, because I have ideas about that and what Mark and I have talked about before. But then after that is established, when she's introduced, the way that I had thrown it out to you. That I have, I've never read a comic that does this. Mm-hmm. Is when she's going to be introduced, it's going to be Crusader, but it's going to be from her point of view telling her origin story. And after she's introduced, at either time, the graphic novel could flip, where it's like one issue for this one is from her point of view. But whenever, whichever point of view you're from, mm-hmm. they feel like they are the. They feel like they're the good guy. They're trying to make them. They're doing. The they're right trying to make thing. them even seem like the good guy in yes, their own comic. E- exactly. Like the one thing, I'm not going to write the Valkyrie one and make her look like the bad one from her exactly. point of view because she's, she's going to believe in I'm, her head. She's doing the right yeah, thing. Yeah, I am right, or me and this voice are right. Now here's what I'm going to throw out to you. Mm-hmm. Um, you said the same comic you have it labeled the Crusader. What if you made it almost like a separate comic? And title it Valkyrie. So, like, whenever it's hers, mm-hmm. it's titled Valkyrie. And you almost have, like, separate comics that eventually, like, this and then just come together like that. See, I, when thought, you I that. thought about that. Yeah. But I would probably do – what I would probably do is still have Crusader mm-hmm. on there so you know, all right, this is linked to okay. the Crusader. Kind of like Batman and Robin. How it's yeah. like Batman, Batman and Robin. But what I could do is Crusader, if it's hers – have the Crusader font in her colors. There you go. That so works it's too. like, all right, this is her story, but it's still the it's still the Crusader at the head of it. Okay. Here's what I want to throw out to you. This is now going back to the Crusader, going to his origin story. Yes. So one of the big things I mentioned in what I have down for him is what does he need? What does this character need? Because I went through what he wants, what he needs, what he fears, what opposes them. And the big need that I have for him is, and I know people are going to be like, oh, it's an Uncle Ben situation. Kind of is an Uncle Ben situation without being that, where he feels the need to live up to his grandfather. Mm -hmm. However, here's the thing that I'm taking different than Uncle Ben, where Uncle Ben, tragedy has struck. You actually see him. Number one, we never see the grandfather die on panel. Number two... He's already dead before the story starts. 
Number three, the Crusader, because I already have one of these panels picked out, where he makes fun of the Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Like, he makes fun of, like, who do you think Who do you think I am, Peter Parker? Or, like, who do you think he is? What, what do you think this is, Uncle Ben? Like, making fun of that, because yeah. I didn't want it to be that same thing. But basically, the point of that, how he dies, is just, you don't see it on panel right now is what I'm thinking. I could be persuaded off of this if you think yeah. I should. Basically, it's just his grandfather was his biggest role model growing up, died of natural causes, so it wasn't really anything spectacular. It was just something of, I have to, like, what am I going to do to live in my grandfather's footsteps? And he takes it to the nines to become the crusader somehow. But the thing that Mark and I always threw out there, and I don't know if I'm completely sold on this, is that... Mark, and this is going with an idea Mark had, is that in the house, he's just walking around like maybe he's thinking about the grandfather and kind of Mm -hmm. self-doubting like I've written into his character and he like leans up against the bookcase or something and it moves. It's like, what the hell? I don't I don't remember ever having a moving bookcase in this house. Um, And he goes down and it's almost like a bat cave situation, but not really. It's just like a room, mm-hmm. kind of like grandpa's <sighs> secret study. Exactly, grandpa's secret study. Not even like a huge cave. Not even like into the Spider Verse where it's a spider like a room. Cave. It's just a yeah, room. it's a room. And he finds out in that room that his grandfather, way back, mm-hmm. was a vigilante called the Crusader, like in the fifties, yeah. in like the fifties, the sixties. Something like that, depending on how old you want to make, make it. Maybe like the 40s, 50s. Um, Somewhere area. between the 40s and 60s. Yes. Um, and the line that Mark always said, and I don't, I didn't know if this sounded cheesy, and I felt like this kind of leaned into the Uncle Ben thing that mm-hmm. I was trying to not be into, but Mark had said that maybe the grandfather, through the flashbacks that he has... The one thing the grandfather would always say, and it would seem something totally just not related, but it would be like, well, you know, blank, because we don't know the crusader's name. Well, you know, sometimes you just got to pick up the sword or sometimes it just takes that one to pick up the sword. And it it was the idea that we kind of brainstormed is that him finding the study, finding out this is what his grandfather did as a secret life. When he was getting to his age, Mm -hmm. it kind of fits of like, oh, sometimes it takes somebody to pick up the sword. And then that's where he kicks into, I'm picking up the sword, but he's not using a sword. Maybe even the display case of the original suit that he was wearing at the time. That's what Mark had thrown out. What is your idea of that? Because I'm not... I'm not totally married to that idea. So That's I like just what we had on paper. I like the rest of it. I was almost going to even give you that, like the grandfather throughout the years before mm-hmm. he passed away, saw the potential in his grandson, mm-hmm. and in his will left him a trunk. Hmm. And then had him open it, like, and the thing was like, just open this. I'm in your own place. Your parent, like, almost mm-hmm. like a. Your parents don't don't get to know about this. This yes. is yours and yours alone. Uh-huh. Inside that, there's a note saying like where to find like all his crusader stuff mm-hmm. and everything. 
and like maybe just like some other like some a bunch of like old stuff of his mm-hmm. nothing like that really necessarily relates to the crusader or maybe just mm-hmm. the costume or something mm-hmm. you can make whatever you want inside the trunk but there's one letter in the the top of it handwritten just saying like how he saw potential in him mm-hmm. how he hopes he does the figures out the right thing and where to find everything he goes down to that room like pulls that thing goes down to that room mm-hmm. and sees like almost like this whole room like like almost like this it's like size a study, yeah like a study big table like obviously generic study mm-hmm. with like a bunch of news articles that he mm-hmm. clipped out of like his life as the crusader his suit kind right of there almost like kingsman style yeah kingsman style and then like you have the crusader thing and on like one mm-hmm. of the walls or like right behind the desk of the study his weapon of choice. I don't know. Maybe he did choose a sword. Maybe he chose like a blunt ended. Maybe I'm not. Like maybe like a blunt ended mm-hmm. like yeah. two handed like stick. Yeah. Or not like full bow staff. Just mm-hmm. like. I'm trying to think maybe what if he did choose a sword? Maybe he did. Like. Because. It, it can kind of tie both in because he didn't like. Mm-hmm. Maybe he didn't necessarily kill everyone. But. Yeah. Those who like could not. Here's another thing I want to ask you just to see what you think of this idea. Okay. Because this popped into my head as you mm-hmm. were talking. The idea of maybe this moniker, this crusader um, alias mm-hmm. has been passed down. Like he, like his grandfather wasn't the first. No, he wasn't. His father was the was a crusader. His grandfather was a crusader. And it's kind maybe of it's like not a, like dad. It's to a family lineage Maybe thing. it's not necessarily like every generation was mm-hmm. because like you leave that gap like the father had nothing to do with it maybe it's true. the mother's dad well yeah it would be the mother's dad so there you go the father was never true so it's like it's passed down family to family or like but it skips generations what if it's not even family to family it's like whoever they seem see this like mm-hmm. potential very much kingsman yeah aspect of it yeah huh but uh the one thing i was also going to bring up to about the grandfather's mm-hmm. death I think we and I discussed it a while back. Does it have to be an Uncle Ben situation? It doesn't necessarily have to be Uncle Ben. He dies in his arms. Or great, a uh, Batman situation. Like, great, uh, great power because great responsibility. Don't you dare finish that line. <laughs> <laughs> no, what I, I the thing we talked about years ago. Yeah. And it kind of gives that you want to give them a good, like a really mm-hmm. good motivation yeah. for the hero to do this thing. Mm-hmm. I liked what we discussed before. So, grandfather... Has having a heart attack, mm-hmm. being pulled off in an ambulance. Oh yeah, this robbery. Was, this was way back. Robbery just coming through. Bam! Hits that T-bo- ambulance. T bones the team bones the ambulance. Yeah. Ruins chances of grandfather surviving the heart attack. Mm-hmm. He's just blaming villains. Mm-hmm. He blames anyone who does crimes, and maybe like because then first, that gives him the first thing of like gives who him, to go after. Who to go after gives him a gives him a motive mm-hmm. like going after people so maybe his first one he goes after the guy that robbed that bank and just beats the ever-living shit out of him mm-hmm. like near death and realize like before he does final blow thinks like my grandfather wouldn't want this yeah i like so, right before he's about to like finish like mm-hmm. completely finish off just like starts thinking like just one of those pauses yeah. like i'm disappointing question for yeah. you yeah and this is just coming into my head, which to, as a reader, and this is, you guys can help answer this as mm-hmm. well, what would be more impactful or what would be A, more impactful, B, not cheesy? Because yeah. I don't want this to be fucking ultra cheesmo yeah. as well. 
that the ambulance is going gets T-boned by a getaway or there's a robbery in progress. It doesn't T-bone the ambulance, but because of where the bank is, it creates longer time that the ambulance could get to the hospital. They get to the hospital. They wheel them in. They get there just too late. Like the doctor says, if you would have got here five minutes ago, I could have saved them. Could be, but that would be like kind of hard to like. If you want to try, you got like. Is that not going to be? You got to like, play around with the will war. Will a scene like that not be? I feel it's not as impactful. Not as impactful on the hero. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like it's not as impactful because like straight up T bone mm-hmm. and the guy ran. Yeah, it's a little bit more impactful than well he was. It was five minutes late because of the bank, bank robbery. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's a little bit more impactful. Yeah, I was just, and this is also in my head, and this is why I'm throwing yeah. this off of because in my head. I, one of the biggest things I didn't want mm-hmm. is, let's be completely honest, when I made this character as a joke at first. Yeah, when, we did make him a so, re- recap, we're going to go back in the Wayback Machine really quick. We, I've said this on a podcast before, but just to Where are we going today, up, Mr. Peabody? So, <laughs> so 2012, us and a group of friends cosplay as the Avengers. Yeah. We make a funny group that, oh, the Revengencers, and we all come up with heroes. Yeah. And mine was the cruiser. Mine was the most serious Ser- yeah. out of the few because I kind of had this idea in back here, a little brainchild um, back there, but there was part of me that was like, this is never, like, and I was like, oh, it's just going to be my two favorite heroes put together. Spider-Man because he's a young kid, Batman because he's kind of like that vigilante in a sense. But when I actually was like, oh, I'm going to really start writing this. I'm going to take this kind of mm-hmm. a little bit more serious than that. My biggest thing is I don't want, like, I don't want to write this, have it all done, and then someone goes, yeah, while I was reading it, I just was thinking about Batman the whole time. Yeah. Like, I want it to be its own creation. Although, yes, you have inspirations from Obviously, everywhere. Obviously, you're going to have inspirations from everywhere. But, I just in my own head, like I'll write something down and be like, is that too much like this? Is mm-hmm. that too much like what's already out there to where they think like, oh, it's just it, it's just Batman. Oh, it's just Spider-Man. See, I think you want the motivation to be impactful, though, mm-hmm. to get back to gotta that. It's got to hit. It's got to hit, hit hard. Hair. Because if it's like mm-hmm. it was five minutes late, you can like uh, any person could possibly just brush it off as mm-hmm. that was really unfortunate. But like, cause in, like, if he's the ambulance is stopped because of the bank robbery, mm-hmm. it's the robbers, it's the cops, it's yeah, it's a lot of different. Whereas you can have gr- a group of crowds. This, this is, is directly the, this yeah. is the robbers' fault because he ran through the light mm-hmm. and slammed into that ambulance. Mm-hmm. So there is one person at fault in that initial state state. Yeah, where it's it's his fault. I have to go after them. Yeah, and then like, cause I don't know. With me, I kind of feel like I like your idea mm-hmm. of kind of like the bam, bam, bam. But I've always had the idea in the back of my head that the first time he goes after him, he fails. Okay. And kind of this plays into his whole fear of failing to where I've always had it in my head the first time he goes after him, he thinks he's ready. He goes in. Yeah, do it. He's not. He fails. He almost loses his life. Because he doesn't think, hey, they have guns. Yeah. <laughs> he 
anything about that. No. And it's like, like I, I think of some of the dialogue and even like one of the, uh, this is kind of a throwback to like the Batmans and stuff where with Robin where it's like, hey, look at this. The kid brought a bow staff to a gunfight. Like that kind of a thing. Whereas in Robin's case, he kicks their ass. Or in this case, holy shit, I got my ass kicked. Yeah. I've got bullets flying at me. He's just sitting there like, what do I do? I've never had a what bullet if it's fly not at even me in like my life. Bullets fly at me, just like he crashes in, sort of, or like. And he just gets a like, oh. Like there's like six guys there, and he doesn't mm-hmm. realize, I am not ready for this. Yeah. He just gets his ass beat, and before mm-hmm. they like, they're gonna like kill him, it's like, you know, you're not fucking worth it. Yeah. Kind of make him feel useless. Like, yeah. You're not even worth being killed. Yeah, you're not even worth us killing you, kid. And then he feels like, and that could play into like the failure. And then it plays into also the, if we do the trunk thing that you yeah. talked about, it plays into the fear of like, am I ready? Am I living up to what you saw in me? Yeah, exactly. Because obviously I'm not. There you go. See, we just got to, oh <laughs> we just fed everything together. It just, it just comes right back. Yeah. Um, the only thing I don't know is how he then learns that. Does he go to a, Does he go to a Krav Maga class and that's how he maybe he just starts a Krav, Krav Maga? Maybe he just decides like you know what my school offers these. I'm going to start doing this class. I'm going to start mm-hmm. doing this class. His parents aren't going to think anything. He just goes to university. He's like he's, extra electives. He's taking, he's taking extra electives. He's mm-hmm. keeping himself busy. He's trying to even like get in shape. Like you make him whatever. Yeah. Because obviously Joins he's going like to be the track he's gonna, or something. Yeah. Like just does like anything college students mm-hmm. would do. Like the, some colleges offer like MMA. Actually, um, yeah. NIU, my friend took mm-hmm. MMA classes while they were there. So yeah. maybe he starts taking some of those. Or he just goes to like a gym. Yeah. And maybe he does. Because like in real life, they have like the UFC. You gym, can make so. you can make like multiple scenes where yeah. some days he does like say a Tuesday mm-hmm. this time. He's at like you show him doing yeah. this class. A Wednesday this time he's doing this class mm-hmm. Thursday this time it's like you show like a regimented schedule he mm-hmm. started just so we can get in shape and trained mm-hmm. to do this here's the thing though and question for you hmm. is this also the part maybe it's one of these panels in this is this also the part where we start showing the disconnect with him and his friends we're up until this point university kid hanging out with um, his friends and stuff. Now, because his time is being taken up by this and this and this, we're starting to see that disconnect of, oh, he would be at the burger shop with his friends here. But we it's a panel of them there. He's not there. Yeah. Where it's like, I would show that. We're starting to see that he's not around as much as he used to. Or like family dinner. Their mom and dad are sitting there because sister's studying abroad. Mm-hmm. Mom and dad are sitting there. He's not at the table. Yeah, where it's like this time show is being and not taken just friends, away. like show different parts yeah. of the life, the life aspect. Mm-hmm. I don't want it to be something where like he's skipping school. No, but like that's that's the part he's keeping up with. Yes. It's like everything else. Like he's not family, friends, mm-hmm. different things. He's just cutting out on now mm-hmm. to get tr- ready and to do like, and then eventually to do the other thing because he's diving in a hundred and ten. Yeah, percent. Um. I'm trying to think, is there anything? And that's the thing, like, friends and even family will mm-hmm. start to think of it as, and then you can start playing into the parent aspect, like, are, is everything okay? Mm-hmm. You don't come to the dinner anymore? Like, kind of. Like, we get you're stu- studying mm-hmm. real hard for school, but you mm-hmm. are, like, never at dinner anymore, you never hang mm-hmm. out with your friends, blah, 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 and you can start playing into those aspects, make it more real, too. Yeah, and I Because, like, the, when your family member dies, especially if he's as close to his grandfather mm-hmm. like that, 
it's going to be like hard on him and the parent like it will be that type of thing question yes should i in the origin story mm-hmm. with the let's say the mafia the mob whatever the 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 one that t-boned the yeah. grandfather should i make it a situation where it's kind of like a um marconi kingpin type of situation where maybe don't introduce like right away like yes but kind of hint to there's a larger figure yeah at no the top definitely of this you wanna... that can later be a villain later on yeah i would do that i mean you, mm-hmm. you didn't you say you have a based in chicago yeah that's another thing that yeah i'll ask you about and i've had conversations with different people about this yes is do i do the marvel side of it where in Chicago, where he's just in Chicago, mm-hmm. kind of like, oh, they're just in New York. Now, the the pro to that is that you're in Chicago. Like, yeah. You can it's relatable. put it in the real world. The con to that is like the Marvel thing. How many superheroes are in New York? A lot. Yeah, exactly. Like, Everyone. And they don't overlap at all. Um, so there's that. Like, not like overlap, like team up, but like. Yeah. So all their fights just happen synonymously with themselves and nobody else, no other year, like Captain America can go, hey, Spidey, help me out every single time. No, because they're all doing their own fights. <laughs> but that's the, that's the con Which to insur- it. Which insurance has to be shit, by the way. Exactly. But, <laughs> or do I go the DC side of it, mm-hmm. make it relatable to Chicago, but call it its own name? My money, you put it in Chicago, then you can have some fun with like... Naming city mm-hmm. blocks and like whatever, like mm-hmm. you can city streets and you can actually like make. To me, it's more relate- relatable then because you're putting it in the real world. You are because that's what. Um, Is this why you've always liked Marvel over DC? Yeah. To- Partially, okay. that's part of it. It's because, like me, I was like one of the things I liked about Batman is I always saw Gotham as Chicago. Yeah, which is the, it's based off of or, it. Like because Metropolis was New York. Exactly, it is based off of it. But I like the fact that it actually is in the real world because then they reference things. It's like oh, like um when we saw that movie with Bruce Willis, uh, based in Chicago. Yes, the I one. Can't, oh, can't remember the name of called? it. It was. I'm gonna look it up, but go ahead. Yeah, I, that I like. Did they actually like had a man cow in the morning on there before, right before it got shut down, or mm-hmm. turn, the radio station got changed to something else? They had a uh, city street death, said, wish. death wish, and um, they had, like city street names we recognize right away, and that's the cool part to me is like things you recognize. Mm-hmm. Like, hell, you can have them, like, someone says Willis Tower's like, I'm still not calling it that. I'm still not calling that. You can do whatever you want. <laughs> it's the Sears it Tower. You can, because he's he would be at that age where yeah. he may still know it as, like, may have known it as the Sears Tower for mm-hmm. years, and they changed the name to Willis Tower. Just tangent, but it still yeah. kind of re- makes it relatable. Because mm-hmm. I know for sure I'm going to make it in present day. Yeah. Like, it's going to be present whenever i have it written that's what's going to be present day um yeah that's just one thing where i'm not completely sold on it yet yeah um because i see the pros and cons with both yeah of basically uh hey this is because i like the idea of having it be real like it's in chicago Mm -hmm. it's relatable um to anybody that's the cool parts too you don't always have to make things up you can go Mm -hmm. okay well what would be happening over this area Mm -hmm. that's it because i mean but I also do see the part in, like, and this is down the road of, like, because the Crusader is my only hero. Mm-hmm. But if there's more heroes that start to develop, 
I mean, maybe like if you make a hero that gets you talk, the you're trying to reference the one I, we were talking about the other I day. I mean, we can throw it in there because right I was going to make mine actually based in Chicago. Because because here's the thing I'm looking at right now with mine. Yeah. Of uh, there's one more thing in my head, but I don't want to spoil. Like that, we're, I'm in the tricky situation now of like because people watching and listening right mm-hmm. now. I want you guys are on this journey with me. Like this is me welcoming you in on the journey. And I mean, I might just say it because like, I mean, it's going to be years probably. Yeah. Or it might be a while before if, if at all this gets published, I'm just putting ideas to paper right now. But one of the ideas that I had, screw it, I'll say it, um, that I threw out to you is that so the origin story happens like the first five issues maybe mm-hmm. six issues are the Crusaders origin story the sister's not even in the picture yeah she's a, then oh yeah boring you like you reference her you said right yes but we she's reference not there. her at the beginning toward in the first issue she is referenced but it's more of like I don't know if it's gonna be an actual like scene or if it's just gonna be him talking and it's just one panel of like them hugging at an airport. Because I think he's good. sending her, they're sending her to board, like sending her to the study abroad program. I yeah, it's saying boarding school. Yeah, it's not boarding that's school. That's not right. But here's the idea I had, and this is the kind of the outline I have. Mm-hmm. First five, six issues, which is the first graphic novel, all the Crusader intro, like that's his origin story. Mm-hmm. That first graphic novel, the second graphic novel starts off her origin story. Yeah, it starts what we talked about earlier. But here's what happens: X, Y, and Z. Maybe the first. Three issues are everything going on with what we said earlier, her getting her powers. The fourth one is her coming home. Yeah. She finally comes home. And at first, here, just let me yeah, get go ahead and finish out. it. Yeah. So she comes home. It's a great kind of experience. Here's where I don't know what's, let's fill in the blanks, but here's the main plot point I want to hit is. She comes home. Everything's fine at first. The major tragedy of this next five issues mm-hmm. is that I'm going to say, I'm going to throw it this way. The father cheats on the mother. Like they find out that father's their been father has been cheating for a couple months or a year on the mother. Yeah. And that shakes the family dynamic. In the fifth issue, the next major plot point is her and the brother come face to face. They don't know. They don't know, and the reader won't know at first. Because I'm gonna reference I want to reference nothing with her as the Valkyrie. Mm-hmm. Like when she gets well, oh no, the reader is the reader is gonna know. Reader will know because of the origin story with her being the Valkyrie. So the reader will know. What if you the intru- character won't know? What if you introduce the Valkyrie first and then do the sister's origin story? So start the graphic novel with her coming home, and basically no, I mean do his origin story, then have no, her no, come no, home. No, 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 no. Yeah. I'm saying the first six issues are done. It's his origin. Yeah, we're now on the second one. Yeah, the second one starts her off, coming home. Her coming home. Yeah, and it's basically. Her life at home, getting re- reunited with the brother, this and that. And then you the introduce plot, the, the plot the twist. The plot happens of, where the father cheats. Yeah. And then the end of the issue is, the like, so the crusader has an idea 
of I'm going to talk to my dad, mm-hmm. but I can't talk. I, I can't talk to him as myself. You need to talk to him as the crusader. I'm going to talk to him as the crusader. And while they are doing that ambush, I'm going to say ambush because she drops down. This is the first time you see the Valkyrie. And it's just like, huh? Who are you? Just no, not even like, no, you don't have any time to think. It is just drop down. He peers like, here's how I see the panels. It's him talking to the father, shot of the crusader, shot of the father, panel, panel. The next one you just see, douche, where she just drops down behind the father. You see him peer around the father, like, oh, what's going on? And then dagger right through the middle of the chest, right through like where the heart would be almost, Mm -hmm. just right through it, and then pulls it away and jumps up and gone or said not she's even got... jumps up but just that shock value of who is that and then boom just no thinking kills the father go no, on you, what you were gonna say i was I'll gonna say um two things the one for the yeah so then then you can go like jump from that valkyrie's origin story that way you can just like hey you've now seen who the valkyrie is now you get her origin story and that's when the fans go or oh my god like or go, like what yeah or 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 or, let's not. And I'm gonna say this very, very crudely. Yeah. Let's not blow our load too, too soon, Johnny. Oh. You see the Valkyrie, because that's that would be the end of the second graphic novel. Yeah. That is what you're left with. Mm-hmm. What if the third one is the dealing with the father dying? He's got to deal with his dad dying because it, it picks up with. The dad in his arms, like, maybe, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? Kind of a thing. Yeah. The dad then officially dies. He's got to deal with that. The whole startup of him going, him going after finding the, out who, because trying to fi- find out the Valkyrie. This, I, I think I might push that. I think I might leave that little nugget of who she is. A mystery for at least a mystery. A because, like, that's the part of it where I'm thinking for the reader. I want that to be a mystery. Except for them now. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm hoping by the time it comes out, they forget. Forget, everything. yeah, we can hope so. Um, um, I got, I, when, I got, I, when I go to release it, I just delete those videos from existence. Right. It I've never got, happened. I've got two ideas for the sister, actually. Go ahead. So her way of, like, fi- and it, it's for her so origin story. So many things can change during the writing process. Obviously. Um, during her origin story, mm-hmm. after she gets that thing and odin is like Mm -hmm. happy super happy about this yeah she is now like his to train yeah so that's how she gets her fighting styles and Mm -hmm. everything she is like after they train her yeah they are kind of like he's basically the rish agul yeah to her until she it's her time to go home yeah and like obviously like because like what we can do is make the dynamic at first here's the thing though i'm not done i I just want to throw this question out how do is she living the double life? So she's going back to the sponsor family. So because if she's not going back there, then there would be a reason for the sponsor family would have to notify the actual family. No, I think it's going to have to be like a sponsor family thing because they want to keep their cult no, no, no. secret. That's what I'm saying. But she has to go home and stuff. It's not like she's prisoner. No. With, like, okay. He sends her back. She's living a double life. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Out there, just like after school. She's going out. Yeah. She goes out there, okay. trains with him, but then, like, change the dynamic. At mm-hmm. first, it's like a Ra's al Ghul, I'm training you, you're going to be mine. Eventually, she, like, starts to turn on him, in mm-hmm. a sense. Not kill him, turn on him. Like, like he's training her. He's a being abusive training. And then, if you want, you don't have to go that far with it. 
Like no, what I, what popped into my head yeah. is basically. So he trains her. Mm-hmm. She becomes the Valkyrie because this is a two year thing. What I was gonna say is more so. It's like it's he's training her, mm-hmm. but it's more so training her to like cooperate with the Valkyrie spirit. Well, here's what I'm thinking. Yeah, because this is a two. She's there for two years. That's mm-hmm. a lot of time. That is a lot of time. So what could happen is trains. Teaches her how to use the Valkyrie spirit that has now possessed her. Mm-hmm. She becomes what the Valkyrie would be in their group, leads the Ravens, Odin, kill this person. And she's the one that goes and does it. What if after a while she's just like, why am I killing who you want? Why am I not making the decisions? Basically of like, like this person, she goes to Odin, this person should die. And Odin goes, it's not their time. Because Odin... Is thinking for the occult. He's yeah. thinking the greater vision of the occult. They will die, but they have a purpose to us for right now. Where she is just thinking black and white, but they should die. They're bad. And that starts a riff yeah. between them. Well, my thing was I got like one scene in my head, like one panel or mm-hmm. like section of panels where he tells her to kill. Like she's killed a few people now for him because mm-hmm. she and then she goes. Why am I killing who he wants? So he bring he has like his wolves bring up mm-hmm. another person like kill this one, mm-hmm. and she goes, "You do it." Flips the blade, pull, puts the handle towards him because mm-hmm. she knows it will kill him if it does it. Yeah, you want him dead, you kill him. Mm-hmm. Just that type of like a uh, dynamic between them now. Yeah, because she goes, "What are or you?" She's becoming defiant. Exactly. She goes, "What?" Well, she got like she or she's like standing like with a double blade. Mm-hmm. He goes, "Kill him!" Like. No, and you do it. You you do it. You're so you're so tough. You do it, and like in front of everyone, mm-hmm. showing that he is not who he is. Like no one has stood up to him before. Yeah, he is not as big as he thinks. He, like mm-hmm. ever, as big as everyone thinks yeah. he is. And then she goes, "Yeah, you want him dead? You kill him." <laughs> mm-hmm. Holds like the handle out towards him, knowing that if he touches it, it'll kill him. him. Yeah, you want him dead? You kill him. Otherwise. I'm going to do what I want from now on. Mm-hmm. The and other she just walks away. And then exactly. She walks away. Because huh. he's not going to send. The rest of them are going to be mm-hmm. uh, now thinking, is he really their leader? Yes. And so none of them are going to listen say when he go, says to go after her. So basically then she does her Valkyrie thing in whatever. She's going to do what she wants yeah. now. That's so where she's, that's, that's the break point that's of like, I am no longer attached to this occult. That's where she be. That's where then she can become the Valkyrie and yeah. kind of practice what she's doing. So by the time... Maybe that's like where... By Val- the time she would have gotten to Chicago again, mm-hmm. it's not like she's... come. That's why she's so confident to drop down and just, just kill stab the father him, yeah. and not think about it because she's already had those moments like the Crusader had, which then in his mind puts her ahead of him. So there's that self-doubt in his head yep. still and plays with that. Now I got a question. Are you mm-hmm. going to throw, you said she's got powers, right? Or is that strictly the so, Valkyrie? Here's what I'm thinking. Yeah. I'm thinking the Valkyrie kind of gives her not like Luke Cage type strength. A little enhanced though. But a little enhanced to where it's like, by enhanced I mean when she's got the power, after she touches the blades and has the power of the Valkyrie, mm-hmm. it's like she's boom. Her muscles become bigger, and she's like she's been working out. Not like, like oh, I've got all these these like fancy could she li- muscles, but she's could she stronger. lift a grown man by his neck like that if she Maybe. wanted? Maybe like I'm not with some straining. Yes, with like 
I would say that would probably be the if I had her be able to lift a grown man with no ease by the neck. Yeah, that would be the extent of her power. Yeah, that so is she, as strong. She as like she can. she can lift, but she's like sh- arm shaking and just enough to. I don't even know arm shake. Like even if it's just she can do that, that would be the like the if max. I did that, that would be the max of her strength of just okay. being able to do that at ease. By the way, the what I was gonna say because I for don't want to make her. I don't want to make her too overpowered if I know exactly. the Crusader's not going to have. That's powers. what I'm saying. That's why I said like she's lifting the guy, mm-hmm. but she's kind of shaking because it's but, like a, a 250 yeah. pound grown man. But if he like, and the reason why I did this, which thing, would be honestly, even if her arm's shaking, she's mm-hmm. lifting him by his neck. Mm-hmm. That's like feat of strength for her. Yes. That's pretty strong. But like that's, for someone, it kind of like where he's got stature. the Crusaders working out and stuff mm-hmm. and training. All she's got to work on is technique because the spirit kind of makes her stronger, gives her those muscles to where it's kind of feels like she's been lifting weights and getting yeah, in that, exactly. sh- that strong shape. So my other question for her, well, actually, well, the one thing I was trying to say. Mm-hmm. So when she defines, defines Odin, that's when she full like sinks with mm-hmm. Valkyrie is what I was going to think of. Hmm. Like that was the full sink with Valkyrie. Like, she was at, like, a 95 percentile. And now she starts hearing the voice clear. Yeah. Maybe the voice is, like, distant, and, like, what the voice has been trying to do is get her to defy Odin. Yeah, as she slowly, like, gets into, like, each part of it and, like, all the training, the voice gets a little louder, louder, louder. What if before going, like, stepping back, Mm -hmm. before she denies him, like, maybe the voice is, like, and how this is written out in the comic is, like... If it was going to say yes, like, Y jumbled up, E jumbled up, ah, like, Y, E, and then, like, dots where it's, like, you can kind of faintly hear, like, yeah, where it's, like, wait, what? What are you? And, like, there could be moments where she's, and like, as, stop, 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 stop. Because as the training like, goes she through? Can't, she can't, like, process it yeah. because it sounds faint. What if right before she defies Odin, they say, kill her? And in her head, she goes to, and she hears, not clearly, but very faintly, no. And it's basically the voice got to her, and she yeah. finally heard, and it was like... Finally stop resisting the voice. And that's where she was like, you do it. And everyone, what? What's going... Maybe that's it. And then it clicks in, and then boom, her and the voice, and she also uses that time to sink in and... To have conversations with it because mm. they got to be working as a team. Exactly, they got to be working mm-hmm. together. Cause Valkyrie's inside a, the body. It's a very venom situation. It is a very venom, and in a degree, to yeah. a degree, like it can never come out a of voice her. Obviously, in her head. Yeah, unless she dies. Mm-hmm. That's the only way Valkyrie leaves, mm-hmm. and it goes right back into the place. The other one I wanted to bring up, which the, creates a dynamic down the line once the Crusader finds out who she really is. Yeah, because in order to say like. Can you, it creates another problem way down the line of how do I save her? Yeah. How the other part I? is like, the other part would be too, is like, who am I? Like at one point it's like, who am I talking to? Mm-hmm. My sister or Valkyrie? Exactly. Kind of a dual personality yeah. thing going on. How much of the spirit will eventually take over? But last thing I do want to mention. Well, I want to ask one ahead. thing. Go ahead. For the blade, would you consider making it like magic a little bit? So like, what do you mean? She's got a dual dagger, but she slams them together and pulls out like a handle, so it becomes a spear. Uh, I mean, maybe down the road. Yeah, like maybe she develop have to learn that. Develop that. I wouldn't be opposed to that. That's what I'm saying, because like, or even like, slam them together, pull them both out, it becomes two handles, like a double, like double edged mm-hmm. blade. 
or lo- long blade because before and this was very early yeah in the crusader timeline um when i first had the idea what it was going to be is the crusader was going to be what kind of an iteration that we had now mm-hmm. but the main baddie at first was going to be a businessman type of situation where he's a businessman kind of like lex luthor but he takes up the persona of Leonidas. I still like kind that. of like a three hundred type of situation where that it like the Crusader's out doing his thing, and he just gets hit with a shield, and it's like, and he gets thrown against the wall, like crashes into it, and it's like, what? Why? Why is there a Spartan in front of me? Because. This guy would be in full, like, Spartan with the spear Honestly, and the shield. What's a cool concept now that you brought into mm-hmm. it? So you have the Crusader, which is also, yeah. it was a uh, I'm Christian. I'm some mythologies You're here. bringing mythologies and religions into this, which mm-hmm. is kind of cool, because now you have Valkyrie comes, coming from the Norse. Norse. You have the Crusader, mythology. which is kind of like... Chris- well, the Leonidas could be the Greek mythology. The Greek, Greek and the Greek mythology. Mm-hmm. You're, like, bringing Greek warriors. You're bringing warriors slash mythology slash Mm -hmm. religion into things because crusaders were catholic christian knights way back in the day fighting in the name of god which that's just kind of referencing that's your character now you have valkyrie which is part of the norse mythology Mm -hmm. then you come with leonidas which is kind of the greek warrior greek warrior slash mythology thing Mm -hmm. and that's cool like if you were to bring even more because you can have like Someone that calls himself genetic ex- a genetic experiment where it goes wrong and he's a minotaur. You could do that if you really that's wanted Greek to. Mythology. Yeah, if you wanted to. I was gonna say you can bring like Xerxes into it mm-hmm. at some point. Yeah, and I know that's also from three hundred, but that's just an it's example. Just but Greek it mythology. gives you another, and it's that's mm-hmm. now Persian. That's yeah, different aspects of different things. You can pull mm-hmm. different things from different I mythologies. Can also warriors, go from like Aztecs. Yeah. And, the conquistador. You can have a samurai and, at some point yes, if you wanted. Samurais. Um, what else am I? Honestly, have? any sort of ancient warrior mm-hmm. or ancient mythology, you can pull those out mm-hmm. now and make it into something. Because that would be cool. You have a businessman. Maybe he decides. I don't like this crusader thing. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna take his ass down a peg. And that was the mo of basically yeah, just, Lex Luthor type of a yeah. situation of like. I don't like this vigilante scum doing what he's doing. I'm going to kill him. That's basically That's it. all it is. Not, it's not a bad MO for just like It's like Lex throw. Luthor mixed with Craven without Craven. Like, it's not all about the hunt. It's, yeah. I want to kill you. I am not going to be satisfied does he, until I kill you. Does he strictly you. shield or does he also have the Spartan spear? Yes, that's a spear and shield. Oh, I didn't so know if he said spe- I'm with sorry, the red spear. cape and uh, the only thing is with the face, um, because he's that businessman... He wears a Leonidas mask. I was going to say, he can just have the full Spartan helmet that comes oh, down true. to here. Good and it cover most of his face. True point. I was just maybe, yeah, the Spartan helmet doesn't. Yeah, it only leaves far. like your eye slit, eye slit and some of your chin. Here's the, the last thing I want to bring up because we have talked for a while on this. Yeah. I want to bring up to you. I mentioned other heroes. Yes. Do you want to at the end, do you want me to give you the floor to you to kind of give you the same opportunity that I'll I make mine me. brief because I don't have nearly as much as oh, you do on yours fine. yet. I'm just saying, get it out. But yeah, the, no, I'm willing the to MVP universe could help us. Yeah, no, I'm willing you. to do this. So mine was, um, I used to have one Go that back we did the way back, machine, the way back machine. When we started ours, <laughs> I, 
Actually, mine wasn't even my own thing. You guys made a kind joke. Of, yeah. And I started developing off after of that a at while, first. After a while, I felt bad because I was like, is this what Johnny really wants or do we just typecast him? You typecasted this? me because I used to work at Kohl's. Yeah. And you guys, oh, you could be the retailer. And so I started <laughs> making jokes. And it was like, that Iron one was Man. an Iron Man esque, but like the joke was that like the repulsor was beep, like the Boop. cash register. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, you know what? I wanted to, you start talking about yours. I'm like, I do kind of want to make a mm-hmm. real one. And it's been an like idea. serious. Serious, but it also like. from the word go, I've been like, no, this is going to be a serious, like, not joke. And the other, the thing, other ones, like, I started mulling over my head before, like, you started telling me again that you're starting going. It's like, mm-hmm. you know what? What happened to, like, in Marvel, for example, what happened to other Asgardians? Because mm-hmm. there's one out there? No, because, like, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. showed one. Mm-hmm. So my thought was, I had a decent concept I thought would be cool. What if it's just an Asgardian trying to live an everyday life, but doesn't realize he's an Asgardian anymore. Like, mm-hmm. fell from however he fell out of the sky and just, wham! Just Mind is no longer, like, I mm-hmm. don't know who I am. Like, he can still tap into the all-speak because they... At least I know Thor can and Odin can, so I was going to go with, you know what? Some other Asgardians can. They mm-hmm. tap into all-speak so that he can still speak... He can speak English when someone speaks English to him. He understands. He understands but other languages. But if someone speaks Spanish, he can speak Spanish. Exactly. He knows, like... But he doesn't know why. He doesn't know he why. Just, he he doesn't know thinks, why he can do these. Yeah. Like, and, like, when he crashes down, he steps up, maybe grabs onto a car, mm-hmm. and, like, crunches in, and you're like... That's weird. That's weird. But he, like... Obviously, like, there's... Now, in this one... This is one I thought of just mm-hmm. recently... First, he's going to learn how to be peop- human. Yeah. He's going to have to learn how to, like, everyday life. So he's, I'm going to have to find a way to, like, give him a... Because do you want to start with him crashing down? Like, what you could do What I do think I'm going to do is start him, with... You could do kind of like a... Oh, I'm going to take this from Transformers. Okay. You know how, like, their movies have... Uh, my name is Optimus Prime, and I am narrating this. Yeah. You could have it be the narration where it's like the colored square boxes. Yeah. Where he is telling us he crashed into Earth, this and that, and this is my story. And then you just start it where, all right, we know he crashed down. We don't have much information about that because the true part of the story is going to start with him already being a human and through the story that information then comes out of the woodwork of how he, because then you don't have to be like, well, how did he transition into human life? You can just yeah. be like he did. And as you, that's what I was going to do is I was going to like, out. I was going to go with present. He's mm-hmm. already kind of like living a human life. Like an office job. Right? I was actually going to make him a construction worker. That way he can lay low. Like a blue collar. Blue collar. Of. That way he can lay low. Mm-hmm. Cause he does like, he doesn't have like the knowledge to do the office work type yeah. thing. He, the easiest way for him to do anything. That's why I was going to base in Chicago. Just works in. Could be easy for him too, because like he can control his strength, but like, the lifting isn't hard for him. Yeah, like, and even, like, so I have to find, like, some sort of mentors mm-hmm. thing. He goes to lift something real heavy. He's like, no, no, no. People can't do that. Mm-hmm. Less. So he, like, lifts, like, let's say he... Kind of like a buddy. Yeah, a buddy that, like, mm-hmm. helps him. And he goes, like, he lifts, like, a full Chicago dumpster yeah. over his head, no problem. He goes, no, no, people can't do that. Puts it down, lifts the side of it, like, lifts, <laughs> lifts it, like, all the way up yeah. to his head. no. Still no. He lifts like half of it. All right, we're getting somewhere. we're getting there, and we'll because we'll, there like, are actual people that can do that. Yeah, we'll we'll like we'll it, mm. we'll make it like funny in that sense, yeah. but it's like then that will be like sort of the humor mm-hmm. where it goes in. But like we'll do normal, and then we'll go like flashbacking to mm-hmm. like 
why, like, what, how he got to being there. Mm-hmm. But the reason he now he goes into construction, A, he's like, well, do you have any, like, he goes for an interview. Do you have any experience with this? No. No. Well, why should we hire you? He just, like, takes the desk, lifts it, like, halfway up like that. Okay. All right, you're hired. You're hired. We got. Or just that uh, he lifts the desk, the next panel. You're hired. Yeah. Just like like this, just goes mm-hmm. and just lifts the. It's whole like thing. one of those old heavy wooden desks because yeah. the guy put, uh, dumpster puts dove a it money into it. He, no, he like he's like I got this out of the dumpster like oh. ten years ago. Yeah. I'm not getting rid of this desk. Mm-hmm. He just like it's one of those old heavy desks, mm-hmm. and he's like, yeah, it took like four guys, four to six guys to get mm-hmm. this in here. He just goes, yeah, he just lifts it up. And it's like, oh, okay. And that'd hired. be like the easiest way. Like, so that's why I was going to make him mm-hmm. a construction worker in Chicago. Now, it's easy, like, for him to lay low, too, then. Question for you. Yes. The baddies in this. Yes. Is is it going to be the main baddies in this? Is it going to be his past coming to find him? Like, I, as guardian baddies are going to come find him? I haven't gotten him? that far yet, but that's not but a I'm bad. Just, like, I think I might do that. Because like, what, what I was going to. Will he have an arch enemy that's on Earth, or will his arch enemy be someone from his past? That come finds him. I think I Earth. might do kind of both. Like okay. some people, like because at first it's going to be like the I just want to lay low. I just want to mm-hmm. live a normal life. I don't want to deal yeah. with like I don't want to deal with having powers. Because he's like I don't even know where I came from. I don't know who I am. Yeah. I don't actually know who I am. Like his friend will get make him give him a name. Mm-hmm. It's like I like. There's It'd be like, funny if they just went into like that panel is just them going into a r- random name generator on like online <laughs> or like it's one of those. Uh, can we call you Bill? I don't, no. No, I don't like that. You can even make fun of like, um, oh, I got it. Steve. I don't like Steve. I don't, I don't. How about Peter? Uh, uh, not really my style. Like making Tony? fun of no. Bruce? <laughs> no. How about Bruce? Uh, too depressing. Like you, <laughs> you could go into that like Clark, too noble. Bruce, too depressing. Steve, too patriotic. <laughs> Like, you can go into that. Like, Tony, too pretentious. Like, and they're just little, like, quips of, like, making fun of referencing the other heroes' names that you're like, I'm obviously not going to choose those. Yeah, exactly. So. (laughs) Peter, too childish. (laughs) Yeah, and that's that's what I'm going to think about doing with him Mm -hmm. is we'll start with, like, he's already got that job and we'll, like, do little flashbacks here and there. Mm -hmm. And then we'll eventually we'll have, like, one series where it's just, like, straight up. This is how this all happened. Mm-hmm. Like eventually, his like maybe we'll do like a of the first one of him living his job, him like dealing with like I've got powers, mm-hmm. but I want to lay low. But I want uh, like let's say like a mugging happened right like down the block from him. He wants to help. He wants to help, but he doesn't, doesn't want to get involved. Attention to himself. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So like the one, and then like last minute he decides the mugger's running towards him, just mm. grabs him, slams him against the wall. Takes the purse and whips it Here. back to the lady and just. I'm gonna ask you this. Yeah, we'll do we'll do this really quick. This okay. popped into my head. So about your character, your main character, whatever his name is. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna ask you questions. You answer them. For okay. Me. So about this character, what does the what does this character want? Um, overall, to figure out who he is. Okay. So the main mo is he wants to figure out who he. He is. eventually wants to try and figure out who he is and how he got to Earth. So like who he is and why he doesn't even know. Like he doesn't even know he's an alien right now. Yeah. Technically. But, okay. He wants to know who he is, basically. Who he is, why he has powers. What does this character need? 
I so, guess answers. Answer so like answers like, and to figure out what he needs to do then and there. Because the other part of it mm-hmm. to me is he wants to just live his normal life right now. Yeah, does not want to get involved. Mm-hmm. Those are the two things that his mo's. Yeah. So and like how this was explained when I was or looking up, the, like sometimes wants and needs overlap, but yeah. sometimes what the character wants is different than what they need. Yeah. Or in this case, it might be similar because what he wants. Is what he needs. He needs to figure out who the hell he is. Yeah. Um, what about what's oppo- what is opposing them? Like for me, it was all the self doubt and what obstacle is going to stand in his way. Um, I guess the I guess the obstacle would actually be wanting to lay low mm-hmm. because that's going to stop him from actually figuring out who the hell he is, anyways. So just the normal, not known to him, but the normal human life is going to stand in his yes. way. Um, it's gonna make it hard for him to figure out answers. Cause yeah, because if he's do not exactly, if he's not he pushing out to. to his full potential, he's yeah. not gonna figure out who he is. What is this person afraid of? I guess it's a kind of dual, uh, double-edged sword. He's f- afraid of who the answers of what he's who he's gonna be. Mm-hmm. So the answers that he finds that he's not yeah. gonna like those answers. What if another thing that is opposing him is? This isn't a main worry or a main obstacle, but a little bit of like a brief doubt of the answers that he seeks. Does he really want to know? Yeah. Like kind of like a situation of like, hey, do I want to know the answers to these questions I am asking or do I just want to live this life and be happy? Yeah. Like that could also be something that's in there of like, do I really want to know these answers? And then you kind of explain this, the day-to-day life. He's blue-collar construction worker, probably, I'm assuming, lives by his, lives by himself, like, in an apartment. I was going to even, I was probably going to make it, like, a one-bedroom or even, like, a studio apartment. Yeah. yeah. He's spending as little money as possible. Mm-hmm. Doesn't realize how the currency works 100%. Mm-hmm. So he's probably got, like, just cash stacked away. Yeah. Because he just doesn't. He only pays, pays for food, his apartment. And... He's only eating McDonald's because it's cheap. He's going to Taco Bell all the time because it's cheap. Um, I was going to say, maybe McDonald's. Like, there's one on there. Yeah. Or he stopped. Like, he learns. Or a, just the McDonald's. Because copyright, the McDonald's or, equivalent. Well, his friend, like, maybe he'll go to, like, the closest, like, convenience mm-hmm. store and buy food from there and yeah. just eat from that. Because his friend's going to teach him, like, those things. Because that's the main outline that I've. Because I still have to do that for Valkyrie and. The love interest, when I eventually get to Mm -hmm. the love interest, is basically that kind of outline. Because I did that Friday night, and it helped me a lot with the Crusader. That's why I threw it out for you. The only thing that would need to be, I think, kind of thought about more is that want to... Because like you said, you're not in... You're not deep in thought like I am. Like, this is... mine. I just kind of started, so... Mine has been a year long... Like, years of thinking and brainstorming and, like, throwing ideas in my head that Mm -hmm. never really go anywhere. Um, But then they kind of stick, and it's just like, I needed to do this. But for you, it was... That's the thing, I think. The want and need. Are they going to be different? Is it okay if they are the exact same... Is he going to have a love interest? Is it going to be kind of like a Clark and uh, Lois situation? Maybe down the line, but I'm not, in, I'm not worried about... You're not introducing that right away. No, that's going to be like way down the line so if the I even only, do that. The only relationship is him and his buddy. And that's what it's going to be for now. Because okay. someone, like I said, someone's got to teach him to be human mm-hmm. in a sense. That's what I realized like last night. Because mm-hmm. it's like, he's going to drop down. He's going to be like yeah. in Asgardian clothing. 
Or it could be they burned off and he's naked. Maybe. Or he's just got... Wasn't Thor naked when he crashed? No, he had uh, clothing on. Okay. So, or like even just like rags Mm -hmm. of clothing. So someone's going to think he's homeless. Mm Mm-hmm. That'd be funny. They think he's homeless. That's how he meets him. The guy brings him in. Hey, I'll I'll give you a warm meal somewhere to stay for right now. Yeah. And then helps him get on his feet. The friend thinks he's helping him get on his feet. Yeah. But then the friend learns that, oh, no, you're not from here. And he goes, I don't know where I'm from. Yeah. He's like, so what's your name? I don't know. Mm -hmm. Where are you from? I don't know. Yeah. Oh, this this isn't good. Mm -hmm. Like, and that, because when you pitch this idea to me. Yeah. It to me it's interesting because nobody it's not like to me it doesn't even sound like a superhero comic. No, I'm going sort of a I almost don't want to say antihero necessarily, mm-hmm. but it's gonna, like leaning towards the antihero realm. Because mm-hmm. like I, one th- one day I was gonna have it so like the the purse snatch scene mm-hmm. maybe it's in front of his buddy mm-hmm. they're like walking home and down the street it's like. Because he's learned he's kind of this guy's already yeah. kind of strong. He doesn't realize the full potential. Mm-hmm. But like he's like, dude, dude, we get like they're walking down the street. He's like, dude, we gotta do something. It's like I don't want to get involved. Mm-hmm. I don't know what else, what's going on right now. He's like, dude, we gotta do something. So like the person actually starts running towards him, and like he's still mulling it over. Like last mm-hmm. second, grabs him, slams hit the 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 robber against mm-hmm. the wall, takes the purse, whips it back at the lady, and it's like, let's get the fuck out of here. Mm-hmm. And they like he like. Da- they both dash out of there, mm-hmm. but like when they the cops show up and everything, the, wa- the this is a brick wall is like dented in the yeah, guy's with back. The in- guy's body. Just well, he just into smashed it. the guy's body into the mm-hmm. wall. But is the guy dead? No. What, but- what if the cop and this is a throw? This is a throwaway to Boondock Saints. Mm-hmm. So you can use it if you want. What if the cops show up and you just go, "Is he dead?" Like, because they don't know. Yeah. Like they're just assuming. Like with all the like crap, it's like. Is he dead? Like, I was gonna say this guy's ba- almost dead. Like, yeah, he's got because he if mm-hmm. he takes him from here and slams him into a brick he's wall, ribs he's gonna break stuff. a few ribs and possibly crack a bone and vertebrae and stuff. Yeah, he's he's gonna like he's messed up this guy, mm-hmm. and they're like, who the fuck did this? Mm-hmm. It's gonna be kind of that scenario, which yeah. is what part of the reason he wants to lay low. Question. Yes. And I thought about this as you were saying, you were talking, and it popped into my head. Mm-hmm. What if, and you don't even have to use this, I'm just throwing it out there. Okay. What if the answer he finds out is because, like you said, it's not necessarily a he was on the good side. He wasn't on, like, Odin Thor side of things. Yeah. What if he finds out he was a part of, not, like, high up, but even just, like, a foot soldier or somebody of that level? Mm-hmm. For the bad guys. And it then creates a kind of like different, like a morality kind of conflict of so, okay, I found out the answer to, and then it could be kind of a overcoming and how people change as time goes on because it's like, all right, I found out now I used to be a bad guy. That can't be right. Like I would never hurt anybody. Think about it. And then, like, but he thinks that because as he's been on Earth, all he's been engaged with is his buddy who has shown him kindness. At this time, when he finds that answer, maybe a love interest that has shown him kindness. Like, the people of Earth that he sees good in, and now he's got to come to the realization of, like, how 
he has changed and how he's going to do that, how he maybe have, used to be a badass guardian. Maybe it was even just a, he was an asshole. He was a thug in Asgard where he was a bad guy there, but now he's a good guy. I don't know if I want to go bad guy around. The most, mm-hmm. I, the closest I would go into is like, he was a foot soldier for mm-hmm. bad people. And then like, yeah, I'm saying kind even, of like, even like less than that. If you just want to make him a normal simpleton yeah. of he's just a guy in Asgard, like a civilian in Asgard that ideally was not the best Asgardian where it was like kind of like the equivalent for us on earth would be a thug, like mug some people, like lived really like low was like a poor. I don't know if I want to go that kind route. of a guy. Like I'm just throwing out yeah. ideas for what could happen because you don't have to make him like, yes, he was an ideal citizen and he was, this oh, I wasn't even going to do that though. It's thing. just, it wasn't even like ideal citizens. Like he just back when he was in Asgard or whatever, he just did what he had to do. Go, went home and that's it. Or maybe he was like uh, the other thing I would take so a simpleton, simpleton, or just take from your uh, um, thing. And maybe mm-hmm. he was like a foot soldier for mm-hmm. like someone who was really bad. Mm-hmm. Then realize this is some shady, like to, in, to put it in terms I can't can't for lack of better words. Yeah, this is some shady shit. I'm out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just like as soon and like mm-hmm. go like some. A thing happens where just shot down the earth almost mm-hmm. slams into something. That's when the head trauma happened and mm-hmm. like can't remember any of it. Yeah. I mean, that's just one thing that popped in to my head as you were talking of like, oh, that could be kind of interesting because that's what we're doing here. Yeah. We're throwing ideas together. We're trying to get kind of this. We're, we're mixing this pot right now. We're mixing it up. Anything else you want to mention with yours? Not right now. I don't have an, Johnny's much like, more. Johnny's like, Ricky, I don't have enough. But, uh, yeah, this is, guess how long we've been going on this one, kind of riffing on this podcast. Hour and a half. Close. Yeah, it's going to be close. I don't know exactly when, like, how much BS non-podcast um, we have at the front. Mm-hmm. But right now, unedited, we're at 137. Wow. 40. So, uh, yeah, this one's going to be a long one. I don't know if on YouTube... If I'm going to split this into, like, part one, part two, I probably won't. This probably might just be a full podcast just because of the discussion that we had in mm-hmm. it. But this was something new. Like, we did not have this planned coming into today. This no, was this just was... brand new. Did you like it? Yeah. It, it, that it's was a nice change of pace. Yeah. I thought it was a nice change of pace. and. That's not the selfish part of me talking because there's a little selfish part of me hmm. that's like I got to throw ideas yeah. off of somebody because otherwise I'm just sitting there in my head and I can't wait to work on this uh, when I get home today as well because I can't wait to kind of take these ideas and start putting them together. But this is where you guys come in. Let us know what you think down below in the comment section if you have not already. Thank you guys for kind of sitting with us kind of shooting the shit, kind of talking about some comic books and some ideas going on. We are creative people as well. It's not just machines here Mm -hmm. um, for MVP, but a little housekeeping here at the end. Make sure to check us out on Patreon.com. Thank you to Soapy Muffin, our newest patron at the $5 tier. Um, You can also support the channel by going on to the uh, website to get a t-shirt, MoseWellPodcast.com or the shirt store link down below in the description 
And please also go over to Apple Podcasts and iTunes and give the Rick and Johnny Podcast a five-star rating. I want to thank you guys for watching on YouTube. I want to thank you guys for listening on podcast services around the world. And as always, have a good day, everybody. Thank you for listening to this MVP podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Most Valuable Pod for more great podcasts.